Isn't there anyone who knows what Christmas is all about? True, Charlie Brown. I can tell you what Christmas is all about. Hi, my name's Lou, and today I'm going to be reading to you from the internet. Why? Well, why not? And today's what is going to be a medley of uh, sites that are all sort of intertwined into one site called miafriends.org. And it's a website for people who are bulimic or anorexic. And it also has connected to it a another forum called sifriends.org, which is a forum for self-injurers, people who burn themselves or cut themselves for whatever reason. And I had been considering doing a reading suggested to me by a Lou Reads listener, which was a forum of, uh, where people post about uh, their dead kittens. But uh, I figured with the holidays coming up, the last thing people want to do is get bummed out. So let's read about these people with eating disorders and self-injury problems. That should be a great way to ease into the holidays, don't you think? All right. Let's go. And the first post we'll start with tonight is from selfinjuryfriends.org. Support for people who self-injure. In a self-injury discussion in the Burners Forum, entitled, Is It Normal to Burn Your Wrists? by Tosh123. I was just wondering. I don't do it. But I keep seeing people's wrists with burn marks. Loopy Lady, Loopy Lady replies, My wrist is the only place I burn. Lighter burn. And one on the back of my hand. They really scar bad on me, though, and they're the kind that are hard to lie about. If I say they are cigarette burns, people are like, why are you with people that smoke? Frankie. Onyx replies, I have a burn there right now, actually. And the last time my husband burned himself, he did it on his wrist. I did it there because I was smoking, and I was pissed, and there was a lighter, and there was my wrist, and it just happened. I didn't think, hmm, I want to burn myself. Where should I put it? It's impulse. It's impulse, and wrists are like, right there already unclothed, and the skin is pretty sensitive, so it hurt pretty good. Chupa Chup replies, I think wrists slash forearms are just the most convenient places on the body for any kind of SI stuff. They're just there, so they're easy to reach when you feel like doing something, and so easy to look at the scars slash marks you've made, which I find oddly satisfying. Then again, I guess no kind of SI is really quote-unquote normal in the conventional sense of the word. I'm sick, thanks for noticing, replies. LOL. So when I first saw this, I was like, I don't think it's normal to burn any body part, technically. In my life, I have taken a cig to my hip. I don't advise doing it. And a hot pen and safety pin to my ankle and arm on a few occasions. For, um, I almost like branding, I guess. And again, I don't advise it. And I still don't think it's normal in the general population. Amongst us, it may very well be. But we are, um, a minority, not the majority. XX Covered XX replies, Wrists are my favorite. They look like my hands were chopped off and badly stitched back on, but I kind of like it. Love Me Love Me replies, I've never cut in the eight years that I've been doing this whole lame self-injury thing. I started out by self-injuring all around my wrist freshman year with a bunch of matches. I don't even think I realized what the hell I was doing at first. It just kind of escalated into something bigger than myself. Now I can't SI anywhere on my left arm because the only place not covered with tattoos now is my forearms and the cigarette burns I already have there are so noticeable, especially when it's hot. Which sucks considering I live in Texas of all places. Luckily my tats have covered up some pretty sad scars. 
I understand the whole scars are my battle wounds thing, but when people are asking you every day to the point where you feel like you can't function in your daily routine, then fuck scars. At least that's what it feels like when I see them on my own body. I don't know why I've never SI'd on my right arm. Probably for the best either way. Wow, off tangent there. My bad. And disordered and delirious writes, I have burned my wrists and arms a lot. And I smoke. So it's pretty easy to lie about. People just think I'm clumsy and stupid. But what I do more often than that is burn my wrists with an eraser. Like I basically erase my skin. It leaves pretty bad scars, but it kind of looks just like carpet burn, so I can just say I fell or something. People don't really ask very often, though. No one seems to care what happens to me. Well, that is sad. But well, and in a new thread, in the self-injury discussion thread, subforum, cutting forum, a finite post in a thread she entitled, Ever have one of those days where all you need is to bleed? I am floored by the intensity of this. I need it. The blood, the rush, the release, the stillness that follows, the feeling that I'm okay for a little while, that I alone have given myself another night, another night to drink myself into an oblivion that is home to no feelings. It is home only to non-committal sex, booze, blood, and green. This is my vice. This is all that I have. I need to open a vein and watch the poison flood the floor on its way out of my mind, just for a night, just for now, until tomorrow. There is always tomorrow, and it scares me to death. Navu replies, Yeah, hate those days. It's my outlet for all the anger. And sometimes there's just too much anger, too much hate inside. But hey, tomorrow could be the first day where there's less pain, slash hurt, slash anger. That's what I keep telling me. And Jane Doe replies, I was clean and self-injury free for about 16 months. The scars on my thighs and wrists and stomach and legs were beginning to fade away so I could almost not see them. Then it came back beginning of this year. Now I have scars that won't ever fade. Now I know I can last so long without it that when I do cut, I feel guilty that I'm giving into it. Depressing. And still in the cutting forum, LC puts in a thread she entitled, Can't Stop? Hi, everyone. Have any of you ever experienced a cutting session where you feel you just have to keep going until there's no skin left to cut? Like you're just crying so much or you're just so angry that you don't feel anything and just keep on going and going? Make up for life replies. Yes, this used to happen to me all the time. I used to cut my thighs until they were almost like raw. As O bleeds replies. Yep, I end up giving up in frustration after going completely mental on my thighs. Tortu says, It's been a while for me, but I know what you mean. I just get kind of wrapped up in it, and before I know it, I'm a mess. I try to take deep breaths between cuts to break it up a bit, so I don't do that. But sometimes it just doesn't work out. It's a weird feeling, like you're kind of in a trance or something, just going and going. And when you snap out of it, it's like it wasn't even you doing it. For me, at least. And I need to find myself replies. It happens all the time to me. I just get so angry and start to cut. And then I get angrier at the thought that I'm cutting in the first place. And before I know it, my whole thigh is covered in cuts and blood. And in a new thread in the self-injury discussion forum, under subforum Other SI Stuff, Anna Smith writes in a thread she entitled simply, Sex. So, I feel so weird for asking this. But I gotta know if I'm the only one. Does SI ever cross into your sex life? I'm heavily into BDSM. And I think part of it stems from SIing. My BF is into it too, but only because I got him into it. It wasn't something he did before he met me, and he doesn't SI. 
Amelia 13 replies, I promise you're not weird for feeling this way. Sex is one of the most intense expressions of our emotions. I look at unconventional expressions as a bridge to a better place. Looking at it this way, being sexually abused made me block my feelings for so long that now I'm happy to be experiencing some feelings of any kind, period. My therapist says I'm making an association. The pain used to come from someone I wanted to love me, and now I'm associating similar painful feelings with the pleasure I used to desire from my abuser. A natural reaction to an unnatural situation. Okay, that's the psychobabble part of my answer. In truth, I don't know whether there is a right way to enjoy sex. I really don't know. But I think that as long as both partners are consenting, no one suffers undue harm, and both partners are enjoying themselves, what's the harm? Is it related to SI? Probably it is a lot of the time. But isn't that a lot more pleasant than, well, some of the other methods we've tried? <clears throat> Tilly Cat 1 replies, I kind of like rough sex a bit, because it makes me feel like, well, dirty and a horrible slut, which I deserve to be like. Babe89 replies, I used to have sex with all my ex-boyfriends, even when I didn't want to. I was just lying there and waiting until they were done. I thought that I wasn't worth anything anyway, so I could do them the favor. I know it was wrong, and really want to stay strong and say no next time. I don't want to be called a slut or something like that. Vamp Love replies, I'm probably a little young to be posting on this, but oh well, my BF and I are really into BDSM. We were talking one day and found out that we both liked it, but was too shy to admit it. He's kind of into blood too. We have both cut each other a bit. We are careful though. He has a little vial of my blood he wears on a necklace, and I have one with his. So don't worry about being weird. Sorry writes, I use sex to harm myself. I get so anxious and force myself to it just to please someone else, and afterwards I feel like a dirty whore. This feels like the last SI step for some reason, maybe because I use others to rape myself, and because I don't just hurt myself on the outside, but to the most private part of me. And 12 days later, Sari replies again, I did it again. I hate this. I feel so filthy. <clears throat> Pierced Princess replies, There is one position in sex that I won't do with my boyfriend because I get flashbacks. But sometimes I'm tempted to tell him to do it, but sometimes I'm tempted to tell him to do it like that just to punish myself for ever putting myself in that situation. I get my boyfriends to bite me and scratch me so that I feel used after we make love. I can't explain it. It's frustrating even trying. And the next thread we'll read is by a user named Acid Rain, who posted again in the other SI Stuff subforum in a thread he entitled, in a thread he entitled, Drinking Bleach. Hi, before I begin, I just want to say, never ever drink bleach. It will not help anything. Last night I was feeling very suicidal and had already SI'd a lot, so I decided to actually kill myself. I chose to do this by drinking bleach. Now I don't know if you've ever tried this before, but I can give you a bunch of reasons why it is a very bad idea. One, it tastes rank. Imagine very strongly chlorinated water. Multiply that taste by about 100, and there you have possibly the most disgusting tasting and smelling substance you may ever encounter. 2. Unless you have zero gag reflex, there isn't a chance in hell of you keeping it down. It turns your stomach and makes you vomit almost instantly, which is also a really bad thing. 3. If you do vomit it up, it burns a lot on your esophagus, throat, mouth, and nose on the way back up, which is absolute agony. It feels like fire inside you. And to get an idea of what actually makes it feel like that, the soft tissue on your insides is literally being eroded away by the strength of the bleach. 4. 
If you vomit it up, then it's quite likely that some of it can enter your lungs as you expel it from your system. This is a very sensitive organ, and just having a tiny amount of even diluted bleach in the lungs could be fatal. 5. As the bleach erodes your insides, you may begin to hemorrhage excessively. Your stomach, gastrointestinal area, esophagus, and mouth may all begin to bleed, which is unpleasant and extremely risky to your health. 6. It isn't quick. I was in agony for hours even after getting to the hospital, where they made me drink charcoal and milk, stuck a camera to my throat, popped my stomach, and made me wait for 8 hours in a bed. As I'm sure any SIR who's had to go to the hospital for self-inflicted wounds before will know, you are not made a priority and are considered a waste of their time. 7. According to the doctors, even if I had kept it down, I still would not have died. I would have simply been very badly damaged, possibly resulting in organ failure but there's also a chance of blindness. The current situation is that I had severe internal bleeding and my vocal cords were very badly burnt, so I can no longer speak and do not know if they will improve. The message I'm trying to get across for the love of God, if you ever feel suicidal, do not drink bleach, if only because it will almost certainly not work and you'll have to spend a long time suffering instead. I do not know if this is the right place to post this or whether I can post it at all, but I want it to be a warning not to give you ideas. I am still in severe pain from this, which I'm told will last a long time, and there's no guarantees that I'll be able to leave the hospital for the next few weeks. If you're going to try and kill yourself, and please don't, it's honestly not the answer, and I personally regret trying. Then don't drink bleach. It's one of the worst choices you could make. <laughs> it's one of the worst choices you could make. Don't make the same mistakes I did. And I hope that if anyone is in that position, seek help and try to work stuff out a different way. And now to read from the promised and much-anticipated Anorexia Forums from MiaFriends.org. And to start, we'll read a thread entitled Your Purging Stories in the MiaFriends.org subform Bulimic Reality in a thread started by Agustina Evangeline. Post your purging story, ask a question, answer it, and so forth. Mine. Today I binged at lunch so badly I almost couldn't make it up the stairs to the toilets to throw up. When I reached the stall, I purged all over the seat. A wonderful pink-red-green-black lettuce hamburger, french fries, soda brownie mess. So glamorous. Then I had to clean it up before anyone noticed. This is bulimic reality. Question. Have you ever ate so much at an all-you-can-eat place that people begin to whisper when you come near? Linzel replies. Well, it really was not an all-you-can-eat. I was out to dinner with my family and ordered a very big cut of meat. Well, when it came, it was huge, and the waitress said, Good luck. Now I'm going to be 28 years old, and I am not a child, and that really got under my skin when she said that. Well, anyway, I ate the whole thing, no problem. Then ate half of my father's. But anyway, when she came back, she said, Wow, I can't believe you ate all that. I'm going to go have to tell my staff. You're such a little thing, blah, 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 blah. When I looked over and saw her talking to the other people and laugh, I was devastated. All I could think in my head was, They all know I'm bulimic. They know all about me. It was not a good feeling at all. Have you ever eaten so much at a party and freaked out because you could not purge? What did you do? Where did you go? Ava Rose replies, Yes, two days ago, in fact. I ended up drinking until I could blame it on the alcohol in my system, but I only ended up making a fool of myself. I apologized the next day, and luckily the girl whose party it was knows I'm bulimic, so she was very understanding and even gave me a hug. I felt terrible, though. Everyone's a little weird around me because I was so extreme. Have you ever been forced to stop right as you finished a binge because someone came home? Were you unable to purge? What did you do? Bivimaka replies, I am always afraid of that, but no, thank God. 
One time I was binging on my way home, and when I got there, planning to purge. My twin sisters were hanging out at my house. I thought I would die, so I took a quote-unquote shower. I wonder if they know. Have you ever been purging and forgot to lock the door and someone walked in on you? Lidlud replies, no, but it's been bloody close. Over the summer, when I was back home with my parents, I would go and quote-unquote listen to music and read, i.e. purge, right after dinner. I don't have a lock on my door, and twice I had my music on so loud I only just heard my dad knocking on my bedroom door in time for me to wipe my face and hands and turn around before he came in. I think he has the idea of what I was doing. Red-faced, no glasses in the middle of my room, but he's never said anything about it. Gross, but have you ever spit vomit on the floor, carpet, etc.? Split P98 replies, Oh my God, yes. I was trying to move a bag to the toilet to empty it and spilt it all over the carpet in the closet of my room. It took forever to clean. There are still stains. It's disgusting. Have you ever told everyone you were going for a walk and purged outside? KK replies, A few times, yes. But even though I've been Mia for a few years, I'm still not good at purging, or else I would do it more. LOL. Who would even want their eating disorder to be worse? Well, me, I guess. Well, are there foods you won't eat now because of a bad purging experience, or because they taste too bad coming up? Chaste Illusion replies, Yes, I can't eat chocolate ice cream, because even though it comes up easy, the temperature freaks me out. Do you purge in public restrooms with people in there? Chat Noir replies, Yes. Did do it a couple of times, and as far as I know myself, it will probably happen again. It's so lovely, washing your hands and face all teary-eyed and red-faced, with people next to you thinking, God knows what. Ever had the kind of mishap with the laxatives where you didn't quite make it? Crick adds, Surprisingly, no. I almost did, though, when I took some, after a week of binging, and then got really drunk and spent the night in the bathroom, but I told my friends that I was waste-paling from the booze. All lies. It was horrible. Do you use any sort of purging utensil, or are you all about the fingers? Lidlud adds again. When I first tried to purge, I used a toothbrush, handle of a spoon, and even a pen, but none of them really worked. So fingers it was. That way you can feel exactly what you're doing. Has anyone ever noticed or commented about you having red-slash-bruised knuckles? Split P98 replies. My friends ask what they are like and how I got them, but I don't think anyone knows bulimia causes them. Have you ever passed out during a purge? Sonny Bloom replies. No, but came close. Sometimes it takes more energy than I physically have to get everything up. Scary feeling. Has anyone else stopped at multiple gas stations on the way home to purge? Tired of it, 88 replies. Yes, sad I know. I went out to eat with friends and families, but couldn't purge because some know and would not let me. So, gas station, fast food restaurant, etc. I feel like fingers are not going to cut it anymore. I something need more. Has anyone ever used salt water mix? KK replies. I tried to drink it once, but it was too nasty. Have you ever purged at a friend's house when they knew what you were doing? Mia Struggle 9 replies, Um, I've purged at a friend's house. They knew I was doing it, but just thought I was being sick as I felt sick, and I had quite a bit to drink, though I hadn't really. I just wanted them to think that, lol. Though they sort of knew what I was doing, I guess. Nobody wants to bring it up, though, do they? Have any of you actually sat down and had a breakdown to a friend or family member telling them everything about your bulimia? And what did they say? Solace replies, No, I've never told anyone. A couple of family members knew in the past because they just happened to find out. Forums! But no one knows about my recent relapse. My husband is very, very smart. He will figure it out sooner or later. I hate lying, but what can you do? How are your teeth after many, many years of Mia? To the Lou replies, 
My teeth are fine, but I'm fairly new. Today was my worst slash best BP session. I just ate cheesy beans on toast, full tin of beans, and two huge cookies. Then got rid of it, but my mom heard it, and I'm scared that she will click what I'm up to. Have you ever done a beep when someone else is in the house, or when someone hears you do it? Still healing replies. I purge in the shower, because I'm too paranoid my mom will hear me if I do it in my bedroom. Does anyone purge into gallon-sized Ziploc bags? I was thinking of trying it, because I could seal it up and stash it under my bed till morning. Any thoughts? MMC Nab replies. I have not done the all-you-can-eat thing, but it did go to a fast food place today, and the guy laughed when I told him I still wanted more after I ordered a number 12 large with a Coke and cheese added to the tots. The rest of the order, after the guy laughed, was a large cheddar bites, large mozzarella sticks, and large onion rings. I ate all but the onion rings, and these guys were looking at me, and it made me so mad I went back to work and ate the large onion rings, drank a big glass of sweet tea, then went down to the bathroom and purged it all up. The large glass of tea made the burning not so bad. My head hurt so bad afterward. Chase Delusion replies in the final post in this thread. Still healing. When I lived at home, I purged in bags in my room. It was much more convenient because I could play music to cover the sound, and my parents were worried about how much time I was spending in the bathroom. On the downside, it was messy, and on the occasions I couldn't get rid of the bags or was too lazy to, my room smelled horrible. Well, that is quite a bit of bulimic knowledge. And another bulimic reality threat. Another bulimic reality threat entitled, One Thing I Hate About Being Bulimic? By Luby. She writes, The one thing I hate about being Mia, not wanting people to come to the house on an evening, as it means I can't be P. Also, not wanting to go to people's house on an evening either. It's so unsociable. What's the one thing everyone else hates about being Mia? Chocolate Lips replies, Never really bathing my son, as head is always in the toilet or eating. Never being able to play with my son for longer than five minutes if we are at home because I'm always eating and purging. Letting down so many people through this. House getting untidy because so busy, B slash P, and cleaning toilet and sink and hands and face. Spending time when not be peeing, cleaning house, so never get time to relax in the evening. Scared of teeth getting ruined. Sharp pain in heart lately. Heartburn, sad and lonely. Spotty, ugh, the list goes on. How I wanted to be? Damage 34 replies. Again. Fear of teeth falling out, continual toilet and sink cleaning, washing hands and face, all the physical side effects. Most of all, the lying and deceit so that no one finds out. Lying to people that I love so I don't drag them into this whole mess. And having to deal with the guilt of that, of learning to accept that I'll never not have this twisted, contradictory relationship with food and nourishing myself. Of hoping that I might wake up one day, normal, in spite of the fact that this will never happen. Never happens no matter how many times I've tried. The exhaustion, again physically and mentally. Sorry for the rant, everyone. Just having a low moment. Take care, everyone. Teacup Tempest replies, I hate spending enormous amounts of food on money. I hate feeling guilty and wasteful. I hate being so antisocial. My habit is so disgusting. But no one can ever know. Allegra replies, I hate not being able to enjoy food anymore. I also hate that my teeth have shrunk dramatically in the past six months because of enamel erosion. Princess Piglet replies, The way my throat aches and feels like sandpaper, and that my glands are swollen like golf balls. Wasting money on binge food, not being able to tell my significant other, even though he's my best friend in the world, and I tell him everything. The constant fear of having the toilet overflow and him seeing all the puke. The heart-pounding feeling after a purge, and the puffy-eyed face for hours afterwards that I get if I had a particularly harsh purge. Feeling empty after purge and realizing that it didn't make me happy. Oh my god, this goes on forever. (laughs) Oh my god. I didn't realize what I was getting myself into. (sighs) 
And this thread, this thread goes on forever. So I will just read this last one by Tucker. The absolute instantaneous guilt you feel when the food is trying to get down your throat. It's almost like as soon as you put it in your mouth, you feel the taste. It's amazing. But you know that business is business, and you're already walking to the bathroom. I hate how I get a craving for something wild, like a burrito from Chipotle, and I'll go buy it, then eat it in a couple of minutes. Halfway through the burrito, I'm already thinking, ugh, work lies ahead of me now. To save time, I'm waving my mouth and walking to a stall. I hate the splatter. I hate the raw feeling. The guilt that I gave in. Again. And finally, from the MiaFriends.org forum, we'll read a thread entitled, Where Have My Bones Gone? by Gothic Violin. And the post goes like this. After being released from treatment, I knew for a fact there was no way I was going to stay plump and fat, the way they made me. I want to run back into the arms of Anna and Mia, wishing for the days before I was placed in treatment. It's so hard, so hard. I sit here and cry because I don't know who to talk to. I'm sure everyone on MF knows the feeling. Being alone in a room full of people, no one to talk to about this quote-unquote problem. I can't see my hip bones anymore. My ribs no longer show. My thighs are touching again. I just don't know what to do. And I think I'll never be good enough for anyone. I guess I'm just overly stressed because I'm going to see my boyfriend for the first time since before I went into treatment and I'm just really, really scared that he's going to think I'm a whale and leave me. No, he's not shallow like that, but I still think about it. Gosh, does anyone have any pick-me-ups that can get me through hard times? I could really use something. Anything. I know you guys are all such amazing people and I thank you all. Just for being there, being a big help. Even though you don't even realize it, MF is such a wonderful place and I would be so lost without it. Sonim Bloom replies, My friend went on a rant with me the other day about how curves are quote-unquote in, and it's true, they most definitely are. So think about how you're in. In time, you will feel comfortable in your own skin, and your BF better tell you that you're gorgeous. Oh, it's true. Curves are in. And unfortunately, this forum I couldn't register on to read the mainly horrible posts. I know you think there's more, but uh, you have to actually contact the forum administrators to get access to the really good stuff. And I chose not to do that. Just too much work, really. But I hope you've enjoyed what I did find. And um, this is going to be the last podcast of 2009. And I'm hoping that everyone enjoyed listening to Lou Reads from the beginning. Um, and not to worry... I will continue doing this in the new year. And I want to thank uh, everyone for on the Facebook fan page for filling it up. It's almost to 200 people. Can you believe it? I can't believe it. And all the people who and all the people who are commenting on the posts and people who have voted for me on the iTunes, which is always super awesome. I love that. Love to read the uh, comments there. It's not enough of them. I mean, you could really go out of your way. Of course, the problem is that you have to have an iTunes account. And who does that? Who isn't stealing their music on the internet? Come on. For some reason, it concerned me that might, some people might be offended that I was reading these posts because I know ladies love the Lou Reeds and, you know, they're probably having... There's probably some people out there with these problems. So I hope that you were able to get some laughs out of the podcast as you stuck your fingers down your throat tonight. <laughs> I'm not going to say that. And uh, I don't know how many people actually go to the blog to read it, but you should, because I put some funny things on there. And now that Christmas is over, I'm probably going to start making something that you can buy at my site, like a coffee cup or something. Uh, right now, the thought I had is a coffee cup that says, this is not for coffee, it's for vomit. I listen to LouReads.com. <laughs> uh, you can tell that I think that's funny. I hope that everyone has a safe and happy holiday, and we'll see you on the flip side of the new year. 
and please uh, let me know if there's forums that you want me to read because I have to just Google my way around the internet to find things and it can be a pain in the butt, especially finding stuff about anorexia. So many anorexia forums have been shut down that uh, it was a pain in the ass just to find this one and then most of the posts were locked so uh, I couldn't even see them. One of the people I just did a voice answering machine message for suggested that I read something from an urban erotic literature book and I'd be more than happy to do that. If anyone has a text file of it I'm not gonna go by uh, I think it was Thuggalicious but um, yeah if someone wants to uh, share that with me I would love to read some erotic urban fiction. All right, that's going to do it for me. I'm Lou. This has been Lou Reads, the MiaFriends.org forums. Thanks for listening. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye. <laughs>